Hello, listener. I'm Harland. I'm one of your captains of 20,000 Leagues Under the Internet. I wanted to give a little announcement. We are going to be updating our publishing days. Normally, these episodes come out on Mondays. We're going to push them back to Fridays moving forward. So you're listening or watching this video or audio right now. And that is May 2nd. Uh, the next episode will not come out until May 13th. Keep that in mind if when you open up your podcast app on the 9th and you see there's no new episode. It's because we're not posting on Mondays anymore. It's Fridays. Get with it. Thank you for listening. We appreciate your patience as we transition into a new schedule. And we'll talk to you later. Hello, and welcome to 20,000 Leagues Under the Internet. Dive. Dive. You're listening to 20,000 Leagues Under the Internet, a podcast where three friends explore online communities of the weird and strange phenomena from the deepest depths of the internet. Captain, we've gone too far. Hello and welcome to 20,000 Leagues Under the Internet. I am your captain this week, Harlan Spinks, and joined with me, as always, are John Carr and Kyle Luck. Go ahead and say hello, boys. Hello, boys. <laughs> hello, boys. <laughs> um, uh, we're going to talk about some internet stuff, uh, but before we get into the show, <laughs> we want to ask you uh, to go follow all of our socials if you have a phone, I guess. Uh, it's at 20K Leagues Pod pretty much everywhere. Um, it, if you're driving, except, pull over and do it. Yes, be safe. Uh, hands at 10 and 2. Um, which I think they actually updated. I think it's like three and nine now. Yeah. 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 So scratch that three and nine, pull over, go follow us. Um, we have full videos on YouTube. Uh, I'm posting clips to TikTok and Instagram and some other fun things there. So at 20 K leagues pod, appreciate it. All of it. That's where you can find it. Yes. Except for the only fans, which I did try to get this last week like officially set up yeah so what was the process with that they just said no because well there's no boobies i have I don't... to just say really quick i loved just my phone going ticka ding ticka ding and looking down and like <laughs> notifications like log into your only fans account and i was like <laughs> yeah 20 they don't like numbers in the username i think so i had to spell out twenty thousand. Um, okay. <laughs> which was super annoying which is almost 20,000 characters long yeah, yeah it's it, a lot <laughs> we would have been right back to where we started when we still had that fucking comma um, yep. but oh. then like you have to take photos of yourself to uh-huh. prove that it's you to make an OnlyFans account because they have adult stuff on there uh-huh, uh-huh. and I don't know they send me a, a, a list of stuff that like possibilities of why it got denied mm-hmm. and one of them was saying that like if you're profile avatar doesn't match or isn't like a face uh-huh. then they won't they might not like you know approve you do they think so your face caricature faces yeah oh, i don't oh. know man yeah because i made that small social thing recently that has like the name and then our three faces so i think it thought maybe i was a bot but we're totally real and i just want to share <laughs> with all our fans my feet pics yeah that's all it's gonna be hobbit feet <laughs> Yeah, we're supposed to fund this podcast somehow, so we're going to do it via feet. I know it's it was a real bummer because I was really curious to see if anybody would just start sending us money on OnlyFans, (laughs) but we'll never know now. Yeah. So wait, we're forever. We're forever banned. Shadow banned. No, I think if I like put, maybe it'll just be my own personal OnlyFans. Yes, it should be I your face. Know. It should uh, be your face. I'll put. Really I'll buy a, a stupid little captain's hat to at least well, stay on brand. Once you right. get, come on, yeah. Once you get approved, though, you can just change the photo. No, I. I mean, who knows? God, sure. Why not? Yeah, I don't knows? know. Maybe well, it's a lot of effort for next, a joke. 
Next time we're all <laughs> three is. together. I don't know, guys. I don't think we've put enough effort into this. I think the next time we're all <laughs> no, together. This is Kyle is spearheading this now. <laughs> the, ne- the next time we're all together at your wedding. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll we, take some OnlyFans pics. We'll get a three, like a, a three, a, a three, a photo of our face. Uh, yes. Across. All so we together. Can do a real life version of the of the animated thing you do It'll, and that should that should suffice and then yeah that, everything's three-way on our uh only fans we'll have to yeah picks. we'll we'll have to trick the only fan only fans into thinking that it's like a thruple account yeah. yeah 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 by having all three of us um uh i guess uh let's quickly talk about um some other internet news which is uh oh God. well we say this is a catch of the week it's fine. I was going to just throw the fish in there. Doesn't cool. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so Elon Musk bought Twitter. Uh, uh, and I don't know. I think uh, the population split pretty 50-50, unfortunately, about that news. Um, yeah. I feel like it's the same kind of 50-50 as like who wanted to keep Joe Rogan on Spotify. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the same. It's the same group of people, too. Yeah. Um, I think like the, I hate it. I hate the fact I hate all of it. It's just, it's yeah. all bad news. But I think the only thing that I will say about it is the last tweet that I saw was Elon saying next, I'm going to buy Coke, like Coca-Cola and then right. put the cocaine yeah. back in it, cool. which is funny. And, and but also might. like, and it might. would be so much more funny if he didn't own the platform that he was using to make a dumb fucking meme. Like, yeah. Can you yep. just can you just be an edge meme lord like on your own and not have to own everything in the world? Well, I'm curious how uh, Coca-Cola stocked it after that tweet too, because that's the major issue with yeah. him owning this platform and even him just using it. The fact that the F- FCC or FEC SEC that's the, that's the acronym SEC didn't like prevent this based on how it's affected stock markets in the past is fucking crazy to me i don't think that there's anything in place for this kind of thing yet like this is truly groundbreaking fucking yeah it's it's, uh, world bending events yeah it's new waters it's untapped power yeah it's some weird times for a guy that got a bunch of hair plugs and decided to (laughs) rule our countries and Uh, and other planets yeah honestly though those hair plugs look really fucking good yeah yeah like for hair plugs yeah, it's yes, cra- <laughs> very Steve Crow. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. I wonder if they saw that went to the same guy. <laughs> um, That's just very much a possibility. So uh, this week's topic, we are heading into international waters again mm-hmm. to stay on brand. Uh, we're going international, boys. And this week we are talking about WeChat. Ooh, so let's sweet. let's dive in. Bubbles. bubbles, 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 bubbles. So, in order to understand or really get an idea of how WeChat ha- is so pervasive in Chinese culture, is we need to go back a little bit. Uh, well, we need to go. What, what is it? I don't even know what it is. Okay, so WeChat. I didn't is- even know it was, a, it was. You said we're going international, but I didn't know fully what that meant. I thought you were literally just making a joke about international waters. No, WeChat <laughs> is a Chinese super app. Okay. Um, okay. It does everything. Okay. Um, and and a whole lot more. <laughs> but um, before I want I get into WeChat itself, we need to understand the landscape of like Chinese the Chinese internet mm-hmm. when the internet was first sort of coming out and being Mm -hmm. readily available to a lot of people. So in like the early 2000s, China relied on outsourcing their internet and it was basically all the infrastructure was all run and owned by Cisco. Um, which, and, and even then it was a song song guy. (laughs) (laughs) I wish man. (laughs) Oh, Cisco Cisco, communications. Got it. Cisco communications. Yes. On board. And also, don't they clean like towels for restaurants? Why isn't that also Cisco? I think that one's with a C. Okay, it's a different Cisco. Yeah. That one is the one that's owned by the Thong Song Cisco. 
Got it. Got it. Which okay. makes sense. Yeah, laundry just, service. Like, clean things. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Um, so the Cisco Chinese China's Cisco internet was like super simple. It was basically super simple, like filtering. Um, they had uh, basically a Google clone that they used. It, it was a Chinese designed clone of Google, but again, super simple stuff. Um, and during the time, during the 2000s, a lot of people felt that getting them more broad internet and and having it be more available would lead to a more democratic nation state in China, mm -hmm. as opposed to where it, I mean, it's still kind of in the same place <laughs> that right, it was know. back then. Um, Keep so throwing spaghetti at the wall till one of them sticks. Yeah. <laughs> Give them internet. Maybe there'll be a democracy. I don't know. <laughs> um, so then it, like fast forwarding to 2008, they had something that was called Freenet that was able to access the international internet. Um, but around that same time, the Chinese government was trying to crack down on essentially dissenters of the Chinese government, as well as a like religious sect i think at the time they weren't like a full-on like church necessarily and okay. you've probably seen it here in san francisco um falun gong they've mm -mm. i've mm -mm. i used to see them on the 38 outside of one of the chinese uh temples and they would have big signs that said falun gong so it's basically like a, a just a not mainstream religion that was okay. popping up in china at the time and the government um, didn't like that they didn't like that. Anything why why that, is that? Because of, I mean, again, like the religious aspect of it, having uh -huh. any sort of, any small thing that gets a lot of popularity, basically the Chinese government really does not like because they feel that it can lead to rebellion, uprising, protests, etc. Mm -hmm. Anything that challenges the status quo, basically, which mm -hmm. is what Falun Gong, well, what they they viewed Falun Gong basically got it potentially potentially doing. So okay. they didn't like that. Um, and hated, hated the Macarena when it came around, hated the fucking Macarena, yeah. hated the thong song too. That did sweep the nation. It and the really world. did. And, the world. <laughs> um, and during this whole time, Google had been banned basically from 2002 to 2006. They had banned Google. Um, it returned in 2006 in a censored form um but again as google like western tech companies were advancing very quickly and china saw that as a potential threat so as they saw that happening they banned google again yeah. um mm -hmm. i i want to say relatively recently i don't have exactly when the second ban happened i you think this um, is at least within the last two years for sure yeah do you know if this plays into why yahoo was like so fucking popular and Asian countries for so long. Oh, uh, that, that didn't sense. come up in my, that didn't come up, but that would make sense. Yeah. Depending on how the Chinese government viewed the two search engines, you know, or if like Yahoo is willing to like play ball with them and like add their own sensors in or something. I don't know. Mm. Yeah. Cause I mean, mm. in 2006, when Google came back, it was in a censored form. Like they yeah, let the okay. Chinese government basically tell Google China, Hey, these are the keywords you need to like censor. And, right. and not make available. Um, another really important thing to 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 sort of set down the framework of the rest of what we're about to talk about is that the majority of the Chinese population accesses the internet through their mobile phones as opposed to a desktop. Okay. At the time the internet was coming out, desktops in China were extremely expensive, so they were reserved for like the high class elites, like the wealthy elites and everybody else, the working class didn't have the money to buy one. So fun, fun insight that still kind of carries <laughs> over to today where mobile gaming is huge. We are going to oh. get to that, okay. my man. Okay. Okay. That okay. is definitely a part of this. Cool. Um, so that's kind of a little bit of background, like 0.01% of Chinese right. internet uh, yeah. in the early 2000s. Oh Yeah. And out of all of this is where WeChat comes into play. WeChat, again, didn't start as WeChat initially. It was initially like a messaging app called QQ. Yeah, I'm imagining <laughs> like a WhatsApp kind of thing. It was very similar to like a WhatsApp, very basic stuff. Um, mm -hmm. And it was developed by a company that 
you might recognize the name of called Tencent. One word. Tencent. Doesn't yeah. ring any bells for me. It definitely rings a bell. Also, so does QQ. Yeah. QQ is interesting because I have a coworker who knew about QQ. She's uh, Asian American. Mm. And she was like, oh, yeah, I had a QQ account. It was like, you know, when people had Blackberries, what was the Blackberry? And sidekicks. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Whatever their messaging thing is. It was like, or AIM. It was like uh-huh. their version oh, of got AIM, got okay, cool. basically. So Tencent might sound familiar if you've seen any, not any, but some <laughs> recent like uh, summer blockbuster movies. Things like Aquaman, Venom, Bumblebee. I have a whole list here. Moonfall, which just came out. Terminator 6, Men in Black International. And they're also uh, involved in producing Top Gun 2. I'm so so bummed. It's like a production company? It is. Or just a business with a shitload of money. I wrote here uh, a very complicated techno empire and holding company. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. Yeah, we'll buy that. <laughs> they might yeah, we'll have. Buy that. <laughs> they there might be a wing of the company that is involved in music. In fact, they own nine percent of Spotify. So hey. That's a lot. <laughs> I, w- I just want to say for the record, it ain't nothing. <laughs> Theo, out of all those movies you listed, I should have seen more of them, but I've only seen one. It was the Men in Black International one. Oh, and that's like wow, probably that the worst one pick. on the list. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, wow, I can't. This is like a really good level set for me. I'm just like. And I, I watched Moonfall to think I was going to get a <laughs> chuckle out of it. <laughs> I did not. That movie's fucking terrible. Oh, shit. <laughs> So Tencent, it was established in 2005 by like some Chinese tech bros, like their equivalent of like what you would have here, like a Mark Zuckerberg or whatever. Mm-hmm. But the, the thing is that it's to now today in 2022, it would be like if one company in the U.S. owned Facebook, Instagram, PayPal, Amazon, Tinder, the concept of email uh, <laughs> oh and, and Spotify. <laughs> that's Shit. fucking how was that le- i mean it's china but that's insane that's uh, it's crazy uh it's um it's it, so it doesn't count as a monopoly not in china not yeah, in china I, I can't imagine that would be the case so kyle you also brought up the video game thing yeah they are also the world's not china's the world's most popular video game vendor yeah huh. It's insane. I wow. have well, when you own a monopoly. I know, right? It's kind of easy to do anything. <laughs> easy to do whatever you want. You could be the world's leader in anything. Yeah. So they basically built uh, on mobile games and in-game microtransactions, and that's where a lot of their revenue yeah. comes from. Oh my god! Uh, I'm sure. Which basically farm bill like crazy. Yeah. Which basically means they clone IP. Uh, their most popular game is a game called Honor of Kings, um, and it's. It's basically a League of Legends clone, but yeah. it, it it's I, I didn't put this in the notes, but basically you have to pay to even play the game. Like your character has like abilities and power sets and things like that mm-hmm. to access them. You have mm-hmm. to pay for them. And like, you're just walking around doing one attack or something. Yeah, exactly. It is a ten I'm billion dollar like- a year game for them. You're in the game. You're like all suited up. You're walking forward. You come to a bridge. It's like, well, you got to pay to cross it. And you, know, you get across the bridge. It's like, well, you have to pay because you crossed it. Yeah. Now, if you now imagine to that person, with now imagine that with like things like walking. Yeah. Just taking a step. It's yeah. It's pretty wild. Um. They also own five percent of Blizzard, uh, oh. which I think is Activision Blizzard now. Yeah, it's Blizzard yeah. Activision. Which uh. again this is kind of i'm kind of getting ahead of myself but being being a shareholder in activision blizzard they use their poll to suspend a pro gamer uh, who goes by the name of blitz blitz chung after he made a statement supporting the 2019 hong kong protests so they're extremely powerful um and i again i mentioned i mentioned the uh movies that they are have their fingers in um i i wrote down i this isn't really a joke but their funding 
the Top Gun 2 movie. Yeah. And which is a bummer because it's not going to be as homoerotic as the first one <laughs> because the Chinese government really doesn't like any sort of gay stuff. Didn't they yeah. have to cut some shit out during the screenings? I think I've heard something about this. So that happens a lot too that I have that at like the end of this, but yeah, Tencent being a Chinese owned company that's funding mm-hmm. these when movies are made here in America, obviously it's, Two very different markets Mm -hmm. and movies like Star Wars, The Last Jedi, Moonlight, even when it was released over there. Well, Moonlight's totally banned. They never released it over there. But um, there's a couple other examples. Basically, they re-edit the movies for China. They'll totally cut like gay characters out, um, like fully add new scenes. There was a a scene in like a, a Wolverine movie where it, I think it was Wolverine, where they like have these, oh no, it's Age of Ultron, where they add a scene of just like Chinese doctors that were not in the rest of the movie mm-hmm. who go to <laughs> fix Tony Stark's heart. And it's like a, a scene that only exists in the Chinese version. Version. Oh, I kind of want to see if I can find that. It's straight up like propaganda shit. Um, so wild. WeChat was released in 2011 and it became the world's largest standalone mobile app with more than one point. One seven billion users as of 2022. Now, Facebook, huh? Is that it? That's it. I mean, so, but this is the thing you kind of have to put into perspective, right? Like Facebook has two point something billion users, Mm -hmm. but they do like a handful of things. WeChat does every, you don't need another app. Yeah. Right. So that's true. It's insane. Um, uh, and it's described as app for the app for everything or a super app. Um, what a funny thing that they kept the name just even Facebook is rebranding. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know what? We're good. We're just going to keep it WeChat. <laughs> we, we started that as QQ. Then we went to WeChat. We feel really good about that as we acquired everything else. We're going to stick with WeChat. Yeah. Um, so I have here we, a we little. Conquer. We we con- we conquer. No, we, we conquer. do we do that. We conquer. Yeah. We, we did it. <laughs> so the the big problem, which is what a lot of this, uh, what a lot of what I'm going to talk about revolves around, is this next part, which is that user activity on WeChat is analyzed, tracked, and shared with Chinese authorities upon request as part of the mass surveillance network in China. WeChat censors politically sensitive topics in China. Data transmitted by accounts registered outside of China is also surveilled, analyzed, and used to build up censorship algorithms in China. Hmm. Oh, no. That sounds cozy. <laughs> I know. You, wow. hey, you know, you really don't have to think anymore when you've got one all-seeing hey, overlord. App. It's a super app. <laughs> 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 Um, so this, uh, app was released, uh, during the country's, um, 12th five-year plan. Now a five-year plan in China is basically, (laughs) wait, what, how many have started and stopped within the first five years? I remember like you, you flashed me back to like sitting with a college counselor being like, all right, so what's your five-year plan? Where do you see yourself in five years? And like, yeah. Well, I'm going to start and stop a couple of these five-year plans. <laughs> Just bear with me. I'm going to, I'm going to do a lot of shit. I like to imagine that that's how these work. It's just like a camp counselor or uh, a high school or college counselor sitting across from like the embodiment of China. Yeah. Like just the, the CCCP or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so a five-year plan in China is basically a governmental thing. It's a series of social and economic uh, development initiatives that was that started in 1953. So this was just another one of those. It was the 12th one. They go in cycles. So at the time they got a lot of funding and also I assume influence like, hey, if you're going to do this and the government's going to give you all this money, um, here's here's our our writer for what we need access to. Yeah. Um, So. There's a couple of different uh, like account types. Basically, users can register as a public account, which enables them to push feeds to subscribers and provide services. Users can also create an official account, which falls under service, subscription, or enterprise accounts. Um, basically, if you have a store or something and you want to sell products mm-hmm. to people, or if you're a musician or whatever, you would need a separate account, not just like the normal public one. 
Um, by 2014, the number of WeChat official accounts had reached 8 million, which doesn't seem like a lot, but those are people who are selling services or things yeah, like that. It's exactly. just businesses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Got it. That's um, wild. This is an important distinction because official accounts can be used as a platform for services. Well, it's a, <laughs> sorry. Is this like a it's, blue check mark kind of deal? Yeah, that's um, kind of what I was imagining. Uh, yeah, yeah, kind of. Um, but it is definitely more than like what we're probably thinking of in terms of like a business selling products like fidget spinners or whatever. Sure. Whereas hospitals are a part of this. Ah, um, wow. that's, so that's a lot of access. Holy shit. It's crazy. So you can use it for hospital pre-registrations, your visa renewal or, or credit card service. Oh, um, no. Yeah, so to create an official account, the applicant must also register with Chinese authorities, which, again, discourages, quote-unquote, foreign companies from getting in on, on this. Yeah, because they control who can be in the bubble. Right, yeah. and they also can see your bank account. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's all... it's it, Like, as I was doing the research, every couple of paragraphs i would have to sit back away from the computer screen and just go i, I just like uh, try it's, and wrap my head around yeah. it's kind of like just take it in like you're like you're hearing this and you're like holy shit this uh-huh. is reality mm-hmm. for so right. many people yeah i definitely got chills after the uh the blizzard ban uh because that's uh, <laughs> that's uncomfortable uh yeah it is not fun <laughs> to think about um especially when like Man, I can't imagine being the person like at the joystick of diving into that kind of information. Like you're just like pulling information from all yeah. things. And you're like, well, I I can probably look up every single person's very dark history and how much they make and where they live and if they've been to the hospital recently and yeah. their high score on Blizzard. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> how are they doing on World of Warcraft? <laughs> um. So. Uh, I want to talk about the, they also have like a payment services. I mentioned that similar, they have a similar part of the app that functions as PayPal. Basically for non-Chinese users uh, of WeChat pay, there's an identity, an additional identity, identity verification process. So you have to provide a photo ID um, if you want to use their pay service uh, that they have. Mm -hmm. Um, and as of March 2016, WeChat Pay had over 300 million users. Wow. Um, out, you, of way, out of how many total users again? Oh, this uh, was... 1.17 billion? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so in the same year of 2016, Tencent, their parent company, uh, introduced WeChat, or, yeah, WeChat Pay HK, which was a payment service for their Hong Kong users. Uh, transactions are carried out with the Hong Kong dollar. And in 2019, it was reported that Chinese users can use WeChat pay in 25 countries outside of China, including Italy, South Africa, and the UK. Now, if you're not up to current events, uh, in, in Asia, Mm -hmm. um, there is an issue between the Chinese region and Hong Kong, Hong Kong. Mm -hmm. Um, an in, would you say an incident an issue oh, an, an issue. issue there are issues and there have been incidents between them yes. so many hong kongers have a sense of identity within hong kong culture and it differs quite a bit from mainland china in not only its politics but its like systems and its cultures and its customs so some young hong kongers have also started supporting hong kong independence mm-hmm. which I you could probably guess China doesn't like that very much. Yeah, they didn't like it when John Cena called Taiwan its own nation instead of <laughs> which they it being very Chinese. Much fucking are. Yes, exactly. Uh, so this is a little weird. <laughs> I don't know Cena. anybody living in Hong Kong who would feel comfortable using WeChat Pay HK. Yeah, that sounds. Uh, <laughs> it sounds like a big trap. It yep. sounds like a big fucking <laughs> trap for yeah. sure. Um, the cake is a lie. Sorry, the cake a- is a lie. <clears throat> so um, I, I mentioned that there's the business accounts. There is uh, there's also an enterprise version of WeChat, which basically companies 
can use. Um, so for work purposes, companies and business communications, a special version of WeChat called Enterprise was launched in 2016. It does a couple of things for you and your employees. One, it's meant to help employees separate work from private life. Oh, don't know that's how, good. I don't know how. That must be like the that's big fun. selling point. <laughs> we swear you can keep these separate. <laughs> While it also lets uh, companies and their employees keep track of annual leave days, expenses that need to be reimbursed, Mm, time off requests, and clock-ins to show that they were at work. So all of this information is tracked by your company, who is now in the pocket of WeChat. Oh, also, if you travel... Just book it through WeChat. Also, yeah, where are you going? Gonna, hey, if you're gonna pay for anything. Just use WeChat. It's fine. I saw you put in the time off request yeah. uh, through Enterprise, and uh-huh. <laughs> I was just wondering where oh, do you God. think you're going? Where, huh? uh, where the fuck do you think you're going? You're I maxed g- out. <laughs> you're maxed out, bud. Um, more recently, terrifying. it is terrifying. It sounds more- like yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> more recently bad. they started uh a, another part of wechat called wechat channels which is basically like tiktok and uh, youtube smashed together mm-hmm. um you are allowed to upload short videos um users can create and share videos i think up to an hour you, they do, yeah do you have any scope or like understanding of the quality of the ui like of this i've thing? seen some screenshots it i mean that's the other thing. As I got through this too, I was like, what does this app even look like, man? Yeah. Like, how, do, how does it function? There's it's, so many components. It's just like, I can't even imagine. Yeah. So it basically has, it's like really simple. There's, it's just white. And then it has basically bullet pointed options of all of these different things. So you click on it and then it opens another window. But like, I think the home screen looks like that. Like wow. whatever your account is populates with just literally bullet points of all the stuff that you can access you would think um, that it would be easier to just sell a wechat phone i yeah know. that's it th- i yeah which is interesting i didn't think about that until you just said that but why like uh, how google makes the google phone i don't yeah, know why they would, maybe they do have all I, of those things just already in it i'm not frankly not trying to give out any good ideas here <laughs> yeah, yeah. when you when you were describing it harlan does like having all those things i imagined it opening it up like an iPhone or an Android phone with all the apps just on yeah. like in a, in it, the, on the screen. I mean, I it know. is that's uh, yeah. If it's again, I don't know. Maybe there is a WeChat phone or a phone that's specifically made for WeChat. Um, I, I didn't see anything in my research mm-hmm. about that. I assume it is a similar thing where it is its own icon. You can have all your other shit in there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, when it opens, it looks it looks like a really boring like I don't know like a work app. You know how they're kind of utilitarian uh-huh. and very simple. It looks kind of like that from the few screenshots that I saw. Interesting. <laughs> Be funny if you open it and it's just like <clears throat> fucking it, just chaos. Ah! <laughs> All of them just are explodes moving. in your face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> make a selection to make it stop. Make it's, a selection to make it stop. <laughs> it's like just when you open a desktop and you like go to a shitty website and they have all those ads pop up. You're just like, oh, hang yeah. on. Wait, no, I need to clock in, but I need to get my visa renewed. Hang on. Wait, hang on. <laughs> like minority reporting that shit around. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, you can upload hour long videos to uh, their WeChat channels. There's 300 million users um, in this month of this year there was however a six minute video montage of audio clips from the covid19 lockdown that was happening in shanghai Uh and the video was titled the voice of april um its emphasis was on the lockdown's human toll uh and it struck a chord with the people and it became uh shared quite widely and rapidly i caught wind of that definitely (laughs) saw that video yeah so uh and it's Again, China has been notorious in trying to squash, like, uh, you know, like I said, dissenters, protests, any sort of talk about how the the Chinese government is failing or mm-hmm. all of the bad shit. So this, uh, and because they were in lockdown, not people couldn't go do that like they had in the past. So this was a, turned into sort of a form of using the technology provided to them, essentially by the government to protest digitally so Mm -hmm. 
it, it went around all over the place, uh, but Chinese state censors began scrubbing it from mm-hmm. the platforms, uh, prompting people to find clever ways to dodge censorship and help it reach the next viewer. They did this in a couple of different ways. Uh, they would disguise the video by embedding it in other clips. Uh, they would overlay its audio onto other videos. Um, and sometimes they would use QR codes to share the link rather than you, any sort of text. Do you know anyone like of anyone who was sharing this kind of thing that was able to be tracked from their using their app and then get like, I don't know, uh, I don't, physically I don't assaulted? Know, I mean, there were, I'm sure anybody that the censors found sharing this were 100% put on a list. Oh, um, yeah. yeah, I, yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't know any individuals. This is from an article. I ha- I'll have the links in this. Um, I can't remember where the article is from, but, um, where they talked to somebody who the guy that's, that made the video, um, God knows, hope he's okay. (laughs) Yeah. Um, (laughs) uh, so that, that's one way that, uh, the Chinese people are kind of trying to take this back a little bit. Um, so sorry, I lost my place. Uh, in 2015, WeChat offered, uh, which you guys might have heard about this too. They offered a heat map, which featured, uh, or sorry, a heat map feature that showed crowd density in China. Um, uh, why? Yeah. Quartz columnist uh, Josh Horwitz alleged the feature is being used by the Chinese government to. Oh, I've deleted my notes here. There's more to that (laughs) sentence to basically keep an eye on any irregular movements among the Chinese people. Oh, weird. That's nice of them to keep track of their bowel movements. (laughs) Yeah. Talk about a heat map. Am I right, Kyle? (laughs) (laughs) That's definitely something you can add on to that app. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Track Um, my irregular movements. I'm not sure why this was made public, like to normal everyday users of WeChat. It didn't specify. I, I again, I should have clarified this at the beginning. There is so much to this app and what's going on in China in terms of surveillance mm-hmm. that I there was no way I was going to be able to go deep on this. So a lot of this is just from like the Wikipedia and a couple of articles that I found, just to really simplify this episode for the listener. So I don't know why this heat map was made available, but again, the Chinese government has full access to the WeChat data and of course they're going to use this. So kind of crazy. There were already some problems with the business thing uh, as more people uh, joined the WeChat business accounts, um, more problems arose. Uh, There were some sellers uh, with those, like, uh, like I said, the professional accounts who were f- physically selling real products, um, they started to sell fake luxury goods such as bags, clothing, and watches. Mm-hmm. Um, and sellers, there's also a scam that was going around where sellers disguised themselves as international flight attendants or overseas students, uh, where they would post fake quote unquote stylish photos claiming oh, no. that they can provide overseas purchasing services but sell fake luxury goods at the same price as the real ones. What? Yeah. <laughs> Seems so like wish. quite the long con. Yeah, that's a long walk for a short amount of money. <laughs> wow. Um, there were also other products that were being sold, specifically things like facial masks. Not mm-hmm. what we know of as medical facial masks, but like cosmetic beauty facial. Yeah. yeah, beauty masks. And much like Amway... Which I, I know it doesn't fall in the category of the internet, but Amway is a whole fucked up thing too. We can find it's our like, way into it. There's there's it's a like lot the, of MLMs we can explore. I mean, yeah, just talking about MLMs at some point would be incredible. But um, who had been investigated by the by the FTC multiple times? Um, uh, they were selling unbranded products from illegal factories. Now this doesn't seem like a big deal on the surface, but. 
it's kind of a big deal. And it's, <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I think to like the normal person, it's like, well, what could be wrong? It's a face mask, not a big deal. But the thing is, is that those contain chemicals and things Acid. like that. And For microchips. Sure. And they're tracking yeah. your health patterns. I'm just imagining rubbing like salt and mayonnaise on my face. Like that's what it's just like. Exfoliation. To smuggle in the microchips to I, track you. I just right, got yeah. an image of that scene in The Dark Knight where Harvey Dent gets his face burned off. <laughs> but like that's a big thing is that like they're not regulated so god knows what the fuck are in these face masks that could cause you fi- like physical like health risks um these mlm things that exist on wechat are difficult uh for customers to defend their rights because a large number of them uh their identities are anonymous uh, or uncertified um, there's also a lack of any sort of supervisional mechanism in WeChat to provide opportunities or that provides opportunities for criminals to continue illegal behavior like this. So there's no stopgap f- to, yeah. you know, prevent it in the first place. It seems like one cool. of those things that are like, how can we squeeze more money out of this app? Just let yeah. people start selling it and we'll take a fee. We don't give a shit. We don't need to certify you. Go for it. <laughs> yeah. Jesus so, Christ. <clears throat> Um, which is like, I mean, we have that. It's Amazon. Let's be real. God knows <laughs> yeah, the type of shit you're buying on Amazon. <laughs> and, but Amazon's at a certain scale, right? And it's yeah, a exactly. Big one. But this yeah. is this is all this is this, this is, is billions of people they <laughs> yeah. have access to. Yeah. <laughs> not, so not, I'm not defending Amazon by any means. I'm just just pointing out the difference. I think it, unless you're a new listener, I don't think anybody who's listened to any previous episode <laughs> right. would think that we were some Jeff Bezos simps. <laughs> so um, this leads into. Um, the fact that other luxury brands have used WeChat and partnered with them um, amidst all of this uncertified, you know, sellers selling acid face masks. Right. So you have <laughs> companies like Burberry, uh, okay. uh-huh. Michael Kors, L'Oreal, um, Weech- or, uh, uh, Wikipedia had this other bullet point that didn't specify uh, any other companies except for the fact that there were 60 Italian companies that okay. have worked <sighs> with WeChat to promote their product. WeChat apparently has an office in Milan. Um, well, you which, have to have an office in Milan. Which it seems like <laughs> such a weird juxtaposition. And maybe it's the fact that I've never been to Milan, but I think it's all like old stone buildings. And then just like a big giant green WeChat logo <laughs> on one of them just seems really out of place. <laughs> Um, so they got licenses to operate, uh, their business in China. Uh, 95% of global luxury brands use WeChat, which is, I mean, if they want to sell in China, I'm sure that's kind of the only way in, you know, yeah, like it you could kind be of have to play ball with, with your, you know, yeah, it could be that they're forced uh, to do that because I understand, I mean, we see it in Hollywood, we're catering to the Chinese market by re-editing entire movies. Um, it's just like a, I mean, it's like, I don't know, maybe it's the idealist in me that's like, it's such a bummer that these companies wouldn't put their foot down. But at the same time, it's like, they don't, they are, but it's all about yeah. their bottom line. Yeah, it's money, baby. Yeah, and it really fucking sucks because a lot of people are getting... Capitalism hurt. is ruining the world. It was capitalism all along. It was <laughs> capitalism, damn. So I've already mentioned state surveillance, um, but we're going to get into this a little bit more. WeChat, as with, I assume, other tech companies in China, operate under Chinese law, which includes strong censorship provisions and interception protocols. Its parent company is obliged to share data with the Chinese government under the Chinese Internet Security Law and National Intelligence Law. They can't even withhold it. Mm -hmm. They have to. They have to. Uh, They can access and expose the text messages, contact books, and location histories of its users. The Chinese government uh, uses WeChat as a data source to conduct mass surveillance in China. That's just knowledge that's out there. Right, yeah. That's not like some Snowden shit where it's like, oh, we had to have a whistleblower tell us that. No, it's it's in the terms of service. (laughs) You clicked accept, my man. (laughs) 
Um, <laughs> so, um, but some states and regions, such as India, Australia, and the United States, and Taiwan, fear that the app poses a threat to national and regional security for various reasons. I wonder, I wonder what those could be. <laughs> hmm. um, and in June of 2020, the government of India banned WeChat along with 58 other Chinese apps citing data and privacy issues. Uh, this was in response to a border clash between India and China earlier in the year. Oh. There's a quote from the Indian government that says they were stealing and surreptitiously transmitting users' data in an unauthorized manner to servers which have locations outside of India and that it was hostile to national security and defense of India. So yeah. <laughs> I think you got a point there. Do you, Harlan, do you know how <laughs> wide the usage is outside of China or is it just Chinese so, users? 90% of users are Chinese. Okay. Um, which let's see, that's still what, like a hundred million people are using it outside of China. If I, I did my like, math, right. Yeah. I guess I'm just curious, like other countries that do use it. So like India is one, but maybe now that they're not using it anymore, is it like prevalent in other countries? Is it? It, I mean, it kinda? seems like it is. I, one of the things I looked at to try and find some stuff out was like, I kept getting articles, American news articles being like, how to use WeChat to promote your business. No. And no. I was like, ah, wait, hang on. No, stop. Oh my God. <laughs> Yeah, so it's. I think it's becoming more prevalent here. It seems to be Whoops. something that. Yeah. Oh. Uh -oh. Uh, it seems to be something that is spreading. You know, obviously, the closer proximity you are to China, I'm sure the 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 heat. Hey, the heat, heat map, map of how many? Yeah, how many countries and users are using WeChat gets sort of you know lessens as you get further away. Well, you kind of like have to use it to like live in the modern world. Yeah, in, yeah. In, in, in China specifically in China sure. too. Yeah, yeah that, my question was like, if there's people in like Milan that would be using it, if that was like <laughs> a thing, you know? Like yeah, if I, Italy is somehow adopted part of it because there's a headquarters the presence. there. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, that could be one of the things. It, I didn't go too de in it, too much into detail about finding, you know, what other countries use it the most because a lot of countries have began begun to ban it. Um, Obviously, Taiwan being so close to China is one. And with all the international relations problems that they have with China. Um, but uh, specific here, I have another thing. Legislators in Taiwan were concerned that the potential exposure of private communications was a threat to regional security. Um, uh, and then uh, here's here's some here's some uh, some scores, some awards that uh Tencent and WeChat got from Amnesty International in 2016. Uh, they were awarded a score of zero out of 100 <laughs> in an Amnesty International report, oh, wow. ranking <laughs> ranking technology companies on the way they implement encryption to protect the human rights of their users. Yeah, didn't zero. Facebook get like a 50 on that or something recently? I yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the other companies got, but the fact that this is on a list with eleven other companies, mm -hmm. including Facebook, Apple, and Google. Yeah. Like <laughs> you have to be that's, doing so poorly if you're zero brutal. on the same list as those companies. <laughs> yeah. Um some of the things that they did not have and why they got a zero was that Tencent did not make use of end-to-end -end encryption. They did not recognize online threats to human rights. They did not disclose government requests for data. They did not publish specific data about its use of encryption. Because they don't give a shit. They yeah. don't give they a fuck. They did, however, post the social security numbers and credit card information and bank account and uh, health <laughs> information mm -hmm. and uh, biometric uh -huh. data. Yep. And, and your high scores. Uh, your high school graduation, yep. GPA, um, also uh, the name of your first pet. And that's right. There's maiden name. In incredible. They posted yes. all of that. Mm -hmm. yep. I wonder, <clears throat> I like uh, the amount of stuff that they let the government see. I'm curious if it's not just like one big red button that some guy just goes bonk. Like, there you go. Here you go. I am not going to go sift through all of that shit. What are you joking? Yeah, just take what you need, I guess. Like, <laughs> yeah, export all. 
Um, <laughs> Have you guys so, ever gotten rid of like a Facebook or Instagram account before and you like do the one button download for everything? Yes. Yeah, it's like that. Yeah, it's that. <laughs> <laughs> download profile. <laughs> it's, just, it's just like a, a personal information buffet. Yeah. Yeah. A smorgasbord, if for, you will. For mm-hmm. me, it's a cringe factory. Uh, mm. If I ever want to go back and look at some of the shit I put on the internet. Yeah. It's a human rights violation factory is what it is. <laughs> Facebook included. <laughs> I, I think yeah. everything that anyone's ever posted on Facebook in their late teens and early 20s. <laughs> it's a crime. It violated some <laughs> some kind of human rights. <laughs> so in 2017, uh there was an update to the platform's privacy policy detailing the log data collected by WeChat, which included search terms, profile visits, and content that had been viewed within the app, communication between WeChat users, including call times, duration, location information. Oh my gosh. Um, which was all used by Tencent for targeted advertising and marketing purposes, uh, but was also most likely disclosed to representatives of the Chinese government. We're, we're, we're going through some of this acting like, uh, Google and Apple don't also do these things, but totally, I'm going to wager not to the egregious extent that this particular company is. We hope, we hope, we hope. Fingers crossed everybody. Uh, well, and and that was the thing that I was trying at to. At least it's not all fucking connected on one app. Yeah, yeah, that was that was the thing I was trying to wrap my head around because every time I would see something like what I just read, I was like, "Man, that's crazy!" But then I would go, "Well, I know Google and other companies do that. Like, we've there have been court cases about this." Yeah. Uh, so mm-hmm. it's like, uh, I mean, they do the same thing, but it's like, yeah, but there was never a court case where the government versus Facebook happened. Yeah. It's just like, hey, we don't need to do that in China. We're just going to tell you we can take we, all that stuff. We're doing it. And yeah, we're, we're doing, doing it. it. Yeah, exactly. Like, so, yeah, it <laughs> like our government at least sometimes sort of pretends like they don't want this to happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know Which what I mean? A, it's it's performative. It's for show. Sure. Yeah, it's for show. Which is like kind of shittier, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I mean, like, it, I like to I like to live in that world where I'm like, yeah, maybe if th- somebody's fighting for my rights. <laughs> you like yeah. to live with hope. You like to live yeah, with hope. Uh, yeah, I am a half gl- glass half full kind of fella. I mean, anytime I get to see Bernie Sanders up there yell at some billionaires, that gives me a little <laughs> bit of hope. You know what I mean? Yeah. They, China has no Bernie Sanders. Um, That's true. <laughs> <laughs> they killed that version a say, long time they, ago. They probably had one. <laughs> they had one. They've probably had many. <laughs> oh, God. Um, so in May 2020, Citizen Lab published a study that claimed that WeChat monitors foreign chats to hone its censorship algorithm. So now they're reaching out uh, across, you know, the border and listening into other people's conversations in Mm -hmm. other countries. Um, There's a story that I have here from August 14th of 2020. Radio Free Asia reported that in 2019, Gao Zhigang, a Chinese uh, citizen, used WeChat to forward a video to his friend in the U.S., Gao was later convicted on the charge of the crime, and this is real, picking quarrels and provoking troubles. Picking quarrels? <laughs> yes. I, I do that on a daily basis. <laughs> oh, I love to pick a quarrel and provoke I love troubles. To pick I go out and I <laughs> I love to stand back back to back with another man and walk ten paces and then shoot him. <laughs> I'm a simple man. I like to go to the woods and pick a quarrel with a squirrel. Like that nut is mine. <laughs> all right, we all have our individual things, and yeah. Kyle's is fighting squirrels. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's more of just getting in their face about the nuts that are clearly mine. It's more about the cardio workout that you get doing. <laughs> and, you know, honestly, I get a rush out of it. I enjoy yeah. the rush. Yeah. <laughs> um, Gao was sentenced to ten months in prison. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> that was great timing. <laughs> um they also i i I tried to cut this story down because it's quite long and obviously more there's more shit that happens but they also like they used facial recognition to like find his friend in the states to to sort of like reverse engineer like finding him i think is how it it was fucking crazy um (laughs) 
Jesus. This is just a side note. This happened in the same year of 2020, but Chevron Corporation mandated that all its employees delete WeChat from company-issued phones. Oh, my God. They were like, we've dumped hundreds of millions of gallons of oil in the ocean. We've killed countless species, Mm -hmm. but this is the line. (laughs) Well, this has to stop. No more uh, that was honestly probably to protect the company and yes. as opposed to oh, the individuals big big, yeah company big, secrets big, big 100%. That, that is a well we don't want them to know where our money is going yeah exactly <clears throat> so um uh let's see following this is 2019 so following the overwhelming victory of pro-democracy candidates in the hong kong local elections wechat began censoring Messages related to the election and disabled the accounts of posters in other countries, such as the U.S. and Canada. Um, Many of those uh, targeted were of Chinese ancestry. Um, In 2020, WeChat started censoring messages concerning the COVID-19 pandemic. And in December of 2020, WeChat blocked a post by Australian Prime Minister Scott Morrison during a diplomatic spat between Australia and China. Uh, okay. Morrison had criticized a doctored image posted by a Chinese diplomat. <laughs> so it sounds like they made some propaganda. China did put it out there. And he was like, wait, that didn't happen. Stop. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> oh, wait, what? I didn't do that. So one of the bigger issues, which we kind of mentioned in terms of the movies cutting out, like any sort of LGBTQ uh, characters is that, that's just something China does, similarly to Russia, right? Mm-hmm. They crack down on those minority groups. Um, and in July of 2021, several WeChat accounts associated with China's university campus LGBTQ movements, wow, the fact that they even had that, yeah. um, were blocked and then deleted without warning. Some of the accounts, which consisted of a mix of registered student clubs, and unofficial grassroots groups had operated for years as safe spaces for China's LGBTQ youth with tens of thousands of followers. <clears throat> um, WeChat closed the accounts, uh, or uh, yeah, cl- the closed accounts display message said that they had, quote, violated internet regulations without giving further details. Account names were deleted and replaced with unnamed uh, with a notice claiming that all content was blocked and accounts were suspended after receiving uh, relevant complaints. Hmm. Um, and then, like I said, not to mention movies produced by Tencent, who mm-hmm. owns WeChat, uh, that were marketed um, to, the, to, to China, were cutting out queer characters for influencing or influencing how prominent those characters are featured. So I have a list here. Last <laughs> Jedi. Yep. Fan- the new Fantastic Beasts movie. Apparently something with Dumbledore because he's gay. Mm -hmm. Uh, They cut 40 (laughs) minutes out of Cloud Atlas. 40 Um, minutes? That's like like a good chunk of the fucking movie. It's just a tight 30. (laughs) (laughs) You're just in and out. Um, Also, uh, Brokeback Mountain Mountain and Moonlight uh, are completely banned and have never been released. Oh, oh, I was going to say, uh, say, how did you... They totally reworked the movie. A couple guys go out to the woods and eat beans and the wife is lonely at home. (laughs) (laughs) What are they doing in that tent all night? Great buds! So Just real good dudes, man. So Uh, that one's interesting because I was reading about it and um, um, oh, I'm blanking on the director's name. Ang Lee. He's Chinese and the Chinese government like congratulated him on winning the Academy Award for his gay movie, but then they never (laughs) released his gay movie in China. So it's this really fun thing. Is it bad that I call it a gay movie? I I think it's... Wait, no, I mean... Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I like the idea. I mean, because you're using it like as if it's like... It's a good thing. To, yeah. That movie is yeah. so gay, dude. Oh, my God. It's incredible. <laughs> Taking it back. We've um, totally flipped from like 15 years ago where it was yeah. used derogatorily. Now gay is like, cool. <laughs> Bro, that shit is gay. Dude, it's so gay. <laughs> it's awesome. I love it. <laughs> oh, man. Um, um, but yeah, that's... I, 
It reminds me of like my big fat Greek wedding for some reason, but like my big fat gay wedding. Sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my big fat gay movie. That, my big fat that, gay that movie. movie. That movie there is not allowed in China. No, definitely not that one. <laughs> definitely not. Um. Uh. So yeah, that's that's WeChat. Um. There's like I said, so much more stuff that could be talked about. Um. That I I had to cut. This was initially like eight pages of notes and I got it down to five or six at this point. Yeah. Um, That's crazy. There's, there's so much. Um, I mean, there's I also, so many features on this app. I'm sure there's. Yeah. I mean, you could dive into each individual little widget yeah. in WeChat and really yeah. just have a field day. But I do also want to say, and this will go in the YouTube video, um, go watch ordinary things is video on Tencent and WeChat. It's very good. It's 20 minutes, not an hour. Um, it's, so, t- and it's, like, it's about all- as long as Cloud Atlas. And- yeah. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, the finished product of the Chinese version of Cloud Atlas. About 20 minutes. Um, I'll put a little link in the video, but you should also go check it out if you're listening. Um, he does also other really great stuff. Um, some of this stuff also came from Tech Review Online and USA Today. I will link those in the description. And that's it. Um, Nice. It's 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 slowly gonna infiltrate the rest of the world. I I don't see how it couldn't. You know, it it's China will know everything. It's literally like one of those companies in anime that has like some super brutal name. Mm-hmm. Uh like Falcon Heavy is the corporation and they're just <laughs> making military grade weapons and technology that now run the whole world. Yeah. It, it it's literally that. Uh, and it's called Tencent. Um, Tencent. So don't use it. Please, cute. God, don't use this app. <laughs> a people company. Tencent. A, pe- a people company. <laughs> yeah. Those will be the ads when they hit America finally. <laughs> Can I do anyway, everything? Thank you for listening and good luck out there. <laughs> Thanks so much for joining us. We hope to see you again soon. This podcast is a product of Bird Bar Incorporated.